So yesterday we stopped our story at a pretty dark place. Joseph has been sold into slavery, falsely accused, and then thrown into prison. But even in all of these hardships, God has not left Joseph to handle these things on his own. In prison, God has granted Joseph favor, and the warden has put Joseph in charge of other prisoners, and he trusts Joseph. While in prison, Joseph meets two men who worked in the palace with the Pharaoh, and they both have had strange dreams. Now, one of Joseph's gifts from God is the ability to interpret dreams. So he does just that for these two men. He tells one man that he will be reinstated at his job in the palace, and he tells the other man that he will be killed, which is exactly what happens. Time passes, and the Pharaoh of Egypt begins having strange dreams as well. He doesn't know what they mean, and nobody can tell him what they mean. He starts getting very frustrated, but then the man who knew Joseph from prison remembers that Joseph has the gift of interpreting dreams, and he tells the Pharaoh about it. Pharaoh calls for Joseph to come from prison and hear his dreams. Joseph is sure to tell the Pharaoh that his ability to interpret dreams comes from God and God alone. Joseph listens to the dreams and tells Pharaoh that the next seven years will be very prosperous for Egypt, but those seven years will then be followed by seven years of severe famine. He lays out a plan to the Pharaoh to appoint someone to take crops from the prosperous years and store them so that the land of Egypt will have enough food for the years of famine. Pharaoh is so impressed by Joseph that he appoints Joseph as his second in command and gives him the responsibility of rationing food in preparation for the years of famine. The years of famine come, and eventually Joseph's family, you know, the ones who sold him into slavery, are affected by it and travel to Egypt where they have heard food is available. They don't recognize Joseph when they get to Egypt but they bow down to the second in command of Egypt and ask for food. Now remember when Joseph had dreams that his brothers would bow down to him? Turns out that dream was a glimpse into the future that God was allowing Joseph to see. There is a lot of back and forth between Joseph and his brothers, but eventually he does tell his brothers who he really is and he forgives his brothers. He tells them not to be angry with themselves for what they did to him because he knew everything happened the way it did because God needed Joseph to end up in the palace to save the lives of many people from the famine. So Joseph went from being a favorite son in his father's house to being a slave, to being a prisoner, and finally being second in command over an entire nation and living in a palace. That's quite a story that I don't think Joseph ever planned for his life. I'm sure if he would have had any say in it, he would have bypassed those long, hard years of being in slavery and in prison. However, God had a plan all along. It's also very important to see that Joseph trusted in God all along. Throughout all of the hardships, he didn't turn his back on God, and any successes he had along the way, he gave all the credit and glory to God. This story is a great reminder that God really can work out any situation for good, and there is so much about the big picture that we just cannot see or understand. We have to trust that whatever path God is taking us down, there is a reason and it will be good for his purpose. Say this week's verse out loud with me. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. Good job. I hope you are memorizing that so you can remind yourself of that truth when life throws you a curveball. Tomorrow we will talk about another man who thought he was following God's will for his life, but an unexpected encounter showed him the truth and his life changed in a way he never saw coming. Tune in tomorrow to hear more. Have a blessed day.